Happy Tuesday, Astro Lovers, and welcome to another episode of This Week with Drunk Astrology. My name is Graham Breitenstein, your astrologer and the creator and founder of Drunk Astrology. Here on this podcast, we discuss the weekly cosmic weather, and this podcast is for the week of December 6th through the 12th, 2021. Yes, folks, indeed it is true. It is right. We only have like three weeks left of this weird and fast-moving year. So maybe let's take a second to just reflect on where you were when you walked into January of 2021. And now take stock about how you're about to walk out. Because I my guess would be that each and every listener isn't exactly the same as they were when they walked in. There has been a lot of change this year. There's been a lot of cosmic activity pushing you towards something new, a new shiny something, something that might be a little scary because it's the unknown. But there has been a tug of war between Saturn, which is the old way, and Uranus, which is the new way, the revolutionary, the rebel that says, you know, Saturn, you know, screw your rules. I'm going to blow up your rule book and I'm going to make my own if I even live by any rules. So think about where you felt that tense tug between how you've always shown up in a certain scenario, whether it's a relationship, a job, um, you know, family dynamic, whatever, And then a new opportunity, a new possibility. Where have you been shown, you know, little inklings, little ideas of of something else. But you just might not know exactly what that looks like because Uranus is a little, you know, he comes through. he, He blows things up. He gives us great ideas. But a lot of times Uranus doesn't really, he doesn't really make things clear depending on the aspect. And then this one is just like, oh, this is kind of unknown territory. This is uncharted territory. I don't know. I've never really thought about it this way. I've never given this much thought. I've, you know, oh, yeah, it would be fun to have my own business. But, you know, I don't even know what that looks like. I, I don't know, you know, what are the what are the details? Well, it's just like, well, why don't you why don't you consider what that looks like or you know oh i've always had these same issues in relationships and you know it just is what it is well uranus this year more than likely has shown you that no it is not just what it is and that saturn saying well yep the more you show up like this the more limited you're going to be the more restrictive i'm going to be and uranus is over there showing you like you know you don't have to be so limited you don't have to be so restrictive you can actually create this whole new thing. You might not know what it looks like. You know, maybe you need a whole batch of, you know, a new batch of um, friends. You need a batch of collaborators. You need a new batch of colleagues or you need a new, you know, you need a new job. You need you need something that you just don't know exactly what that looks like. Maybe you haven't entertained it because it's so unknown. It's so not clear exactly what it is because what happens with Uranus energy a lot of times in the world, you know, Uranus shows up as volcano eruptions, earthquakes. You know, there's always that calm after the storm. But that's first there's like the explosion and then the dust settles. And then you're able to see where we're still, you know, we got to get to his third and final square, the certain Saturn-Uranus square at the end of the month, which is our last hit, our last explosion, our last moment of clarity and then the dust begins to settle 
And then by the time we get to February of 22, then we start saying, oh, okay, now the dust has settled. Now I see my direction. But, you know, this is this is our last moment of clarity, and that's really what November and December of this year are really meant to do. They are meant to clarify your direction, clarify your vision, clarify your relationships, clarify your opportunities. And this week we have we have an opportunity or some kind of connection, some kind of deepening because we have Venus coming up to meet up with Pluto. And when Venus meets up with Pluto, she strikes a deal. She says, "Hey, you know, here's something that I, I want. It has to do with our desire. It has to do with our creative nature. It has to do with money, um, with love, with work, because Pluto and Venus are both in Capricorn, very, very diligent about their work and about what they produce and the quality of work that they produce. So that can be the quality of your relationships, the quality of your actual job, um, quality of something that you're creating. Um, but because Venus has an upcoming retrograde, this is the first of three connections that she's going to make. So likely, whatever deal comes up, whatever opportunity comes up this week, you know, just keep your ears to the ground. Those of you know, my clients, you know, we've been talking about this Venus-Pluto conjunction in our readings, so you know where to expect it. But for, for the rest of you, just, you know, keep your ears up this week and and see and even into next week too and see what where this Venus Pluto conjunction which takes place on Saturday at 8:29 a.m. Pacific but see what opportunity comes up for you and and maybe it's an internal opportunity but look at the capricorn parts of your chart and see what planets are there see what houses are involved and say okay here's here's my opportunity here's here's this this thing and because of the retrograde cycle that Venus is slowly inching up to, now she's actually going to station retrograde next weekend, but when she does, she's going to roll over Pluto two more times, once while retrograde and then on the other side of the retrograde. So we've got this Saturday the 11th as the first meetup, and then Christmas Day is the second meetup. And then all the way March 3rd of 2022, you see how exciting these things are? We're already astrologically connecting to the first quarter of 2022, which is the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just going to I'm going to keep saying it. I've been saying it the last few episodes, but just know that everything that's been happening <laughs> this fall, just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Just know that once we get past January of next year, and I'm going to be doing a, a, a webinar for the yearly forecast and the yearly horoscope, um, we're going to be talking about all of that in January. But just know that things get a lot better. And that's the first time in three years that I've prepped for a year and have, and have genuinely been excited because there's so much positive, um, there's so many positive aspects. So it's really worth mentioning that Although the rest of December is tough and active and busy, that once we get on the other side of the Venus retrograde, and then also at the very end of December, Mercury enters his retrograde shadow. And does it not, 
Does it not feel like we just got over Mercury's retrograde? <laughs> he cleared his retrograde shadow at the top of November, and it just feels like it's way too soon <laughs> to be talking about a Mercury retrograde. Now, we don't have to worry about the actual retrograde until mid-January, but he will enter his shadow period at the end of the month. But what he will also do is make connections to Pluto just like Venus is this week. So just know that whatever deal comes in, whatever you, whatever you pull in this week, if the deal is not right, if the agreement isn't right, if the relationship, if the job, whatever it is, if it's not right, you are well within your right to say, you know, thank you for the opportunity, but at like this, this deal doesn't look right. This this isn't right for me. And maybe you change the deal. You change the nature of the agreement. And that is what Venus's retrograde really suggests is that if this opportunity isn't right, you can say no. You can turn it down and know that there's likely going to be other opportunities that come up because she will roll over this point two more times. Mercury will roll over the point as well. And he will retrograde and do the same thing. So just know that what comes in this week is directly connected to the next three months as Venus will complete her retrograde cycle. Mercury will complete his retrograde cycle, which takes us all the way to March of 22. So just pay attention. Keep your ears going. And what's nice about this week is that, and I'm sure everyone's going to have a nice sigh of relief here, but this week is more quiet than the weeks prior just i feel like every single week it's like oh here we go folks <laughs> here, here we go we got another one we got another busy week we got another crazy week now we are still in eclipses so there are still endings there are still abrupt abrupt happenings just out of nowhere things kind of you know coming out of left field there is still that is that energy is still in the air and it's still likely uh, we got to get to the gemini full moon next weekend on the 18th 19th to clear eclipses um so what what is nice though is that now we're under the sagittarius solar eclipse so you know that's way more optimistic it's way more forward motion it has a lot to do with travel and expansion and your vision and just you know really taking a positive outlook when you think about the future sagittarius is ruled by jupiter Jupiter right now is in Aquarius and, you know, which is just communal and connections and friends. And, you know, we're at, we're at that time of the year where, you know, we, we really start communing and we start traveling to see one another. And so that energy's in the air and yes, it's eclipses. So yes, you know, we're still, we're still cleaning things out. And just remember that eclipses are designed that although, you know, even in their abruptness and even in that vibe of pulling the rug out from under your feet and turning the lights off, rearranging your furniture and making you figure it out with the lights still off, that the nature of what they're doing is realigning you to your path, realigning you back to your vision, back to your purpose. And so sometimes that means, you know, a relationship gets eclipsed because, you know, that person served their purpose, they served their season. And now, you're actually meant to, you know, to be over here. You're meant to be solo for a second. You're meant to, you know, or you're just, it's designing, it's designing to really push you 
forward closer to your purpose, closer to your vision, and whatever has been eclipsed out. And just know that it, you know, you, you, you let it go with grace and, and you trust that, that the alignment is as it should be. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Waking Up to Grace podcast, where we celebrate and explore the finished work of our Lord, Jesus Christ. The Waking Up to Grace podcast can be found on every major platform. And now, here's Lenny. You know, it's like the old adage, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, it's, it's cliche at this point, but it is true, and especially when you talk about eclipses. Um, and other than that, this week, with, with Venus meeting Pluto, that is one of the, the main highlights of this week, is really paying attention to where that invitation comes in, that conversation about love, money, creativity, work. Um, you, you pay attention to, to, to how that shows up for you. Um, and then, and then you say, okay, well, does this, does this deal or does this conversation, does this opportunity make sense for me? And if it's not, then, you know, you say, "Mm, no, this version doesn't work. Um, it's not right. And either that's the end or you say, oh, okay, let me sit with this and let me, you know, negotiate the terms of this agreement. Um, you are well within your right to do that. Um, everything else this week, we have a quarter moon in Pisces, which is that midpoint between last week's Sagittarius solar eclipse and next week's Gemini full moon, which will usher us out of eclipse season. But a Pisces quarter moon, that's on Friday the 10th. You know, just it's quarter moons are stressful. It's a square between the moon and the sun. Um, and with the Pisces energy, it's creative stress. It's, it's a call to like really give in to the process, release, let go. It's a final push, um, towards your vision, towards positivity, towards your dream. Um, it's more, it's more of an opportunity to let go in order to move forward. You know, there's just Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. So it's really just like that final ring out. You gotta, you gotta, you got to squeeze the last bit of you know water out of the sponge um and and then move forward you propel forward so it's just you know it's just you know get your closure you know if it's an ending let it be an ending and then just know that that ending is is just lining you up to move forward and move forward quick um cuz the sag energy just wants you know to go the sun and mercury are both in sagittarius we're still in that um, new moon component of last week's solar eclipse. So it's just, you know, oop, ending and boom, moving forward. Um, so just, you know, don't get hung up. This isn't a week to get hung up or be hung up on anything. It's more just like, I, okay, I see it for what it is. I see the ending and now I'm just going to move forward. And then the rest of the week, planetary wise, um, we today, Tuesday, we've got a We've got some Neptune energy. So there's a Mercury square Neptune. So Mercury's in Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces. So this is just a a moment for clarifying. Get clarity. Go through and just say, "Uh, you know, when can I expect this? Or these are my establish your expectations for something. But it's just clarifying conversations 
um, to just figure out what, what, what needs to be done or what's on the table, what to expect. Um, that's why we love Mercury and Sagittarius is just like a sharpshooter, like, hey, tell me what like it is. Neptune and Pisces can be foggy and kind of, well, it might be kind of. Mercury comes to square that, says, nah, bump that Neptune. I need to know what it is, so just tell me what it is. Um, let's, let's align our expectations with deliverables. And also on Tuesday, today, the 7th, we have a Mars square Jupiter. And that is just get things off of your to-do list. If you've been pushing things off, like holiday shopping, for instance, <laughs> if you've been pushing anything off, this is a great time to just go through. If you don't have a list, make a list. Uh, Mars is still in Scorpio until next Monday. So while he's in Scorpio, he's, you know, he's deep, he's intense, he's passionate, he's, you know, critical and he's number crunching. Um, so this is just a time when he squares Jupiter to, you know, to really, if you're, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed or you're feeling like you got a lot to do, this is great energy to use to your advantage to just keep and just keep getting things done. It's just a get her done type of vibe. Um, yesterday, Monday the 6th, we had a Mars sextile Pluto. So that was just really, you know, Pluto in Capricorn, real earthy, Mars in Scorpio, deep, intense, passionate water. So, you know, great, great day to be intimate, great day to just, you know, deepen your connections, um, deepen your relationships, connect, create. So that's that was an awesome um, aspect that uh, that we've already passed, which was yesterday, the 6th. And then come Saturday, yes, we have the Venus-Pluto conjunction, but we also have Mercury sextile Jupiter. So this is just, you know, a great day for expansive, uh, expansive energy, um, grow, learn, connect. Um, you know, Jupiter's in Aquarius, Mercury's in Sagittarius, and now they actually are in each other's, you know, Mercury is in its exaltation in Aquarius, so he can actually switch vibes. He can take on Mercury can take on the Aquarius and Jupiter can take on the Sagittarius, which is the sign of its rulership and make that conscious decision to like, oh, OK, you know, I'm going to actually come over here to expand, to travel, to to learn, sign up for that class. And, you know, Mercury and Aquarius and I'm going to have brilliant ideas while I do it. Um, so there's there's you know, I can disconnect from chaos and, you know, connect to my grander vision. Um, when Mercury's in Aquarius. So that's a nice little, it's called mutual reception. That's a nice little dilly dance that we can do while Mercury's in Sag and Jupiter's in Aquarius, which Jupiter's not going to be in Aquarius too much longer because by the time we get to the end of the month, the last week of December, Jupiter moves into Pisces where he will be for the bulk of 2022. But he also has a little tryst in Aries um, come next summer. So that'll be that's going to be an interesting time. Um, and then last but not least, on Saturday, we have the sun square Neptune. So just like just remember, the sun and Mercury are traveling very close to each other. Mercury is pulled just a little bit ahead of him. But so every aspect that Mercury makes. So the Mercury square Neptune is today, December 7th, then Saturday, December. No. Yeah. Mercury square Neptune, Tuesday, December 7th. Sun square Neptune, Saturday, December 11th at 10.21 p.m. Pacific. Um, it, there it is, just another moment for clarity, another moment for clarifying. Um, the sun just, you know, just brings it chapter two from, okay, everything that we got done 
um, on Tuesday that we clarified or we asked for clarity were likely to to have show up by the time Saturday comes around, which is which is nice. Um, so let's talk about the moons. And since we did we did the planets first, we'll talk about the moons, which for the most part we have nice moons, um, except for in this, the midsection of the week where we are right now. So on Monday, December sixth, the moon was in Capricorn, went void at eight forty two p.m. Pacific with a sextile to Mars. So just great positive motion uh, moving forward, uh, working great together. Capricorn moon, Earth, Mars, and Scorpio water mixed together makes nice fertile mud. Um, so great day for, again, creation, just like Mars sextile Pluto on that day. Great juicy aspects for the moon. Then today, Tuesday, December 7th, the moon went into Aquarius at 3.49 a.m. Has nice, uh, let's see, nice aspects um, including a square to Uranus at 11.01 p.m. tonight. So just, you know, a little unexpected hiccup, just kind of something, you know, those of you on the East Coast might sleep through this one because that's about 2 a.m. your time. Um, and, you know, just kind of just have a little bit of a like, huh, like what? I got to do what? Or, you know, I got to shift this. Uh, the moon's in Aquarius all day Wednesday, December 8th. Uh, it has two really nice aspects, a sextile to the sun and a sextile to Mercury, because, again, they're traveling um, side by side. So Wednesday, really nice day, positive motion. Then Thursday, December 9th, the Aquarius moon goes void at 2 a.m. with a square to Mars. So that does make for a little bit of stress and friction. Um, just I think it's just a lot, uh, trying to get a lot done um, in the Aquarius area of your chart. And, you know, a square to Mars is just, okay, just getting clear about what I need to do, how, I'm, how, and how I need to do it, and, um, and how do I want to move forward. Then on Thursday, the moon enters Pisces at 6.53 a.m., and it is in Pisces all day Friday with that quarter moon at 5.36 p.m., and other than that, really nice aspect has a sextile to Uranus at 3.22 a.m., a conjunction to Neptune at 7.50 p.m. And, uh, you know, other than that quarter moon, which is a little bit of a little bit of stress, you know, just a little bit of an ending of a change of direction or, uh, you know, just just stress creative. But remember, just let go in order to move on. And then Saturday, the 11th, Pisces moon has... Again, really nice aspects. It does have a square to Mercury, but it goes void at 11.40 a.m. with a trine to Mars. So really positive um, flowing motion under that Pisces moon, right? So we, we typically run a little tired uh, when we have Pisces moons. It's the last sign of the zodiac, so it's just like that call to, you know, if you get tired over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, you know, take naps, sleep in, no alarm you know, create, dream, float. That's kind of the idea of the Pisces moon. Uh, then at 1.46 p.m. on Saturday the 11th, the moon enters Aries, where it is all the rest of Saturday, all day Sunday, making really nice aspects. It has a conjunction to Chiron, a sextile to Saturn. And then on Monday, December 13th, that Aries moon uh, goes void at 6.52 p.m. with a sextile to Jupiter. So, man, really great closing aspects it's really just the Aquarius moon that we're under now it makes nice aspects as we move throughout the days but the closing aspect is that stressful square to Mars so really it's a it's more of a quiet week most of the activity 
took place, you know, takes place yesterday and today, Tuesday the 7th. And then that quarter moon on Friday is just a little uptick. And then we have that Venus-Pluto conjunction on Saturday where we're really going to pay attention to, you know, conversations, opportunities, jobs, um, relationships, uh, what opportunities come up, what conversations come up. And just know uh, that, you know, whenever you identify what that is for you, that this this conversation or this this idea around love, money, creativity, work, um, just know that whatever it is, will it's going to have different versions, different iterations, um, and you're in control of that. You get to say, yes, this works for me, or yes, this doesn't, and we're going to be carrying that conversation through. In regards to this, just kind of think thematically, we're going to be working on this um, through March of 22. So a lot to look forward to. So you're going to pay attention to that. I will say, if you are not an insider, get thee to the show notes um, with, on whichever platform you listen to. There's a link there to become an insider so that you get weekly horoscopes and you get um, any new drops on the product side of things, especially as we are here in the holiday season. You know, if you want candles, beanies, gift cards, you know, if you want to gift someone a reading, um, all of that, there's links in the show notes that you can find. Um, but the best way to get in all things Drunk Astrology is through that newsletter. And to be an insider, there's a link right there in the show notes. So that's it for me. I will see you tomorrow, Wednesday, December 8th, for live readings. Um, they will likely happen. Let's see. Let me look at my schedule. They will likely happen in mid-afternoon on Wednesday the 8th. Um, so pay attention on the Instagram and the Facebook um, at Drunk Astrology for both of those um, to find out when those live readings and we'll go sign by sign and really talk about talk about the energy um, of this week in depth. All right, I will see you tomorrow. And for those of you that have any questions, you know how to reach me um, on the Instagram and on DrunkAstro.com. All right, see you later. Have a great week. Bye.